Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Hypothetically Speaking. Yes, sir. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Robertson, a.k.a. My Larry. He don't miss microwave. <laughs> Damn, that's him over there. He heating up. He's heating up. <laughs> and to my right is my brother. Other, other podcast host, Juan Smith, a.k.a. Sung High. A.K.A. I'm always open. A.K.A. I mean, shit, just throw it up. <laughs> for real. Nah, man, but we got some great stuff in, 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 on the way for y'all, On man. the way, man. Got some great stuff. We got some great guests. We, yep, we got some great guests. We outside on location. Thanks. Man, so, we actually shot this first episode yep. once already. Um, like a while ago. Lost the file. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Lost the fucking file. So now we back. First now episode, back. take two. Take two. Take two on the first we episode. Treat y'all, we don't want to treat y'all wrong. Oh, of course, man. And we already got a couple episodes uh, shot already after yep. this, so they're just going to be rolling out after this week. Sorry for the delay. Sorry for the wait, little one. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> because it's been a long process of getting these episodes shot. No, facts, man. So, this is but we got crazier. some good guests for y'all, man. We just want to, you know, give y'all, treat y'all right. No, you know? man, for real. It's a lot crazier than, than what it seems like when you when you first started podcast. It's crazy because we didn't talk about this on the original first episode, right. but like, I mean, going through the experience and having shot a couple episodes and stuff now and then doubling back and shooting the first episode again. Um, just having the experience of, man, one, losing the file, you know what I mean? Losing the file. <laughs> two, like. two um, dealing with guests and, like, different things come up at different times. So being able to learn how to structure, how to shoot the podcast and all Scheduling, kind of stuff. all type of stuff because, like, we had one guest, you know, something came up. But we not tripping, but we understand. Shit come up all the time. It's so. life, man. That, that's why we we now we bat shoot now we're gonna start bat shooting multiple episodes in one day uh, facts man but we got a lot of heat coming for y'all man we got all the kind of variety of guests uh real estate moguls and some uh, athletes rappers we got we got we got chicks who do make your waist disappear mm. we got athletic trainers from women to men to you know whatever you need whatever you want we got yep photographers yep. you feel me like I'm talking about very well-known photographers, too. You ain't like just talking about a nigga who just like pick up a camera and say, hey, man, I'll take pictures for $20. Nah, nigga selling $10,000 photos. Yeah, <laughs> $10,000. Actually, I got a, and that made me think about it. I got, a, um, I got an artist, super dope. He does a lot of stuff for, like, different people, like, famous people. Like, he got a painting for Shaq. He did one for uh, Mac Miller when he died. Um, I'm going to reach out to him, see if I can get him on a ca- uh, podcast. So, Name Jay Zumo. That boy is dope. Yeah, so we got a lot of stuff coming, man. Dope, but, man. you know, we just wanted to tell y'all about us first because it is our show. But we are going to be talking to other people. No, facts. But, you know, y'all got to get to know us a little bit because y'all going to become fans of us. <laughs> y'all going to become our supporters, you know. No, facts. The Definitely. guests, you might see the guests and be like, oh, shit. But you always coming back for Michael Wine. Sometimes we got our, our other brother Jeff in the episode. Sometimes, we don't know, he might get fired. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, you know. <laughs> But uh, right now he an independent contractor with the with the crew. Nah, facts, facts. So, shout out, shout out to shout, shout, Jeff, shout out to Jeff, man. Love you, love you. Nigga be doing his shit, man. Still he gonna bitch. be on. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be on and off, man. He gonna be in and on and off. So, um, a little bit about ourselves, I guess. So, um, definitely, I consider myself a serial entrepreneur. Um, multiple different businesses starting up. Uh, mm-hmm. Multiple different things I got in my mind that I want to accomplish. One of them being. A podcast. Um, so that's kind of how we got this started. Definitely yep. wanted to just go ahead. Anything that I think about and I want to do, I'm one of the people that's like, all right, let's get it done. Like, what do we got to do to get it started? And let's start doing it, like, right now. And, and, and that's also a con because <laughs> these niggas don't ever think through all the way. When I say these niggas, I mean my mentor and him because they're kind of the same person. 
because I'm a thinker. I like to look at shit every step of the way. Like, who's going to do all this work? That's true. Who's going to supply all this money? You know, I don't, I don't have a problem with the doing the work. It's just when we get this shit up and running, how are we going to get it automated? That's my, that's my biggest idea. Like, I'm not one to do something for too long because anything can get automated. Anything. Yeah, that's facts. You could definitely so. automate anything. I think about that, too. I think about the processes behind it, like how I'm going to automate it. I, I just don't be thinking about, all right, now, who am I going to get to actually run this automation? You know what I mean? I mean, my thing is you can find that. You can find money. They got money in abundance if you really oh, for think sure. about it. You can find the money. You can find the people. And you can always find all that stuff. Um, I think the for me, what I, the reason why I do the way these, thing, these things the way I do them is because um, I know that, shit, everybody got ideas. Yeah. Everybody got ideas. Everybody but got ideas. It's, it's taking the action that really makes things happen for real. So I'm like, shit, and we, being can figure consistent. It out. we can figure it out as we go, dog. Just yep. go start it. Just started like this podcast. Fuck, we just had to start this shit. And we weren't about to not do it because we paid for this equipment. Yeah, oh, this shit was gonna get used. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck that. So, nigga, wasn't about to just let this shit sit. This was like a thousand dollars worth of shit. No, so, fucks. we ain't letting this shit just shit sit. So, fuck that. But me, I'm an entrepreneur. But me, I'm more so. I want to travel. Like. I'm doing this entrepreneurship to set up my life to travel and explore different cultures and understand. I just want to understand what the human experience is supposed to be because I know life is bigger than New Orleans, Louisiana, for sure. And that's what we at. We in New Orleans, y'all. Yeah, we from New Orleans. Well, I'm from New Orleans. I'm from Baton Rouge. Well, I'm from BR. Yeah. But this same shit, niggas just talk country and <laughs> fuck their cousins. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. So it's just... You know, I I like the entrepreneurship because I don't got work for them. And I hate working for niggas who, especially if the niggas are bad leader. So I just hate working for niggas, period. Like, I'd rather do shit with my partners and we make this money together than make, put money in another nigga pocket who don't really care in the first place. He just want that check. No, facts. So, There's nothing wrong with working for somebody else. I mean, everybody doesn't necessarily yeah, want that yeah, lifestyle yeah. and everybody doesn't necessarily want the responsibility that shit comes with it. It's hard. Not easy. This shit hard. It's not complicated, but it's not easy. Yeah, this shit is hard. It's not easy. This is, you gotta be motivated every day. And today, I had to get up. Yep. The day before that, I had to get up. You know what I did yesterday? Not a fucking thing. They <laughs> say motivation flees. It's, it's determination yeah, and consistency. And consistency. Discipline. Discipline, yeah. Motivation so, flees. It's only temporary. You could be motivated yeah. for a couple of, you can motivate it for a whole week, but once that motivation fades, then what are you what are you falling mm, back on? Right. So it's just like that's my that's my goal. Like I wanna just just feel the human experience the best I can because this we're going to die eventually. So And I don't want to die knowing I never left New Orleans. My reference point was always New Orleans. Like Yeah, facts. I definitely want to be able, like you said, build reference points. Yeah, um, like, nigga, nigga, life, like I said, a lot of niggas who going to watch this probably going to be niggas we know, like the first couple of people. As we grow, it's going to be different people. Like I want to learn Spanish. I want to learn how to play the guitar, play the piano. Just be an all-around human. Like, this would be a well-rounded, not even all-around human, a well-rounded human because that shit matters because you could affect a lot of people that way. No, nah, facts. That's for sure. That's dope. I definitely want to um, <laughs> learn to play the piano, guitar. Right. Not even lessons. on no corny like John Legend shit, like some real just, just have a skill, just some shit. Just be an extraordinary human, man. Just have some shit. A baby could be crying in a mall or something. You see a fucking piano. This is a wild scenario. This is some <laughs> hypothetical shit, but, you know. A baby could be crying. Next thing you know, you play Baby Shark to do to do on the piano. This man's stupid. That little baby gonna shut the fuck up. This man's stupid. But that that's because you learn how to take the time to learn how to play the piano. So, yeah. but I actually no lie. I actually like. Yeah. I actually like 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> we laugh because our our third host is looking at us from behind the camera. I guess so he for training, niggas. Yeah, huh? I guess he he's a coach, so he probably about to come over here and speak some bullshit. Yeah, but um, come on, man, come get in the camera. You man. come get in the camera, cut. Nah, he no, won't. No, nah, nigga wants to be shy. <laughs> but nah, I actually like uh, music though, so that's why I want to learn how to play. Oh yeah, yeah, we got oh stuff. for sure music. I love music. Like I really do love music. I want to make a record label. Definitely. Mike, I ain't gonna tell y'all the name because you know the ain't nigga ain't put it in filing yet. But you know, nah, you gonna sign niggas. I'm not gonna sign just any nigga. I'm gonna sign a nigga I believe in who I think dope. And you know, big facts. Are we definitely starting that record label. Starting a record label. We got an airline coming. MJ Airlines. We got a lot of stuff playing. Man. We got a lot of stuff. One step at a time. Though. One, One step, step at a time. time. All we got right now is real estate, and we got these rental cars coming soon. So you know, just a lot of stuff going on, man. And uh. As we grow, we want y'all to ask us questions in the comments that y'all want to know from us, from Jeff, from any, like, just know what y'all want to know about us and what's next yep. and what's coming. You know, you know we're going to do a questions episode for sure with all three of us. But, you know, y'all can do it right now. Y'all can just, and we're just going to start saving the questions as we go along each episode. Yeah. So. And then let us also know what kind of, like, what guests y'all want on the show. Yeah. And what questions y'all have for guests, too, because, Thanks. you know. And then, um, like we said this last time, but like I said, we lost the recording. No, no guest is out of range. Yeah, it might take us two, three seasons to get them. Yeah, no guest is out of range. If you think, man, I want to ask Frank Ocean, the Tyler Creator, this question, ask that question because we gonna get him. Like, oh, I want to ask Meg the Stallion, like, what type of hot sauce you like? We not probably not gonna ask that dumbass shit because it's a dumbass question. But yeah, like that's just stupid. But you know, just ask it. Ain't no dumb questions, even though I just said that was a dumbass question. There's no dumb there's no it's no guess too far out of reach. Um, yeah, like I've always felt and been taught that, you know what I'm saying, you one or two people away from the person that you're that's trying to get a in fact. contact with. So hey man, we could so definitely like, get people, man. For if real, you want to ask questions about strippers, cause I know strippers. So yeah. you know how why are you stripping? Don't ask that question. They hate that question. Why what the fuck you mean why am I stripping, bitch? Money. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Money. So money, 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 money. You know, man. But you know, money. As we grow, y'all can get to know us more. But the shit we can tell y'all on this episode today is that, like, he's we both college ed- educated, but I dropped out because that school shit was not for me. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this shit whack. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. If I wouldn't play sports, I probably wouldn't have finished. Yeah, that shit not for me And I say all. that, my people going to see this and be like, what? But not for real. I really didn't like college, man. I was tired of school after that high school. That shit is prison. I was tired of school Well, it's not school. really prison because... You know, you really don't have to go to class, but you not know, college. high school's prison. High school prison high for school sure. Show prison. But you know, I went to Mac Main High School. I don't have nothing special to say about them. The only thing I can say about them is that, like, the, my graduating class and the class before, it really was like a family. My high school is really like a family. I don't know what the fuck that bitch like now. <laughs> it looked way better now, though. I know that for a fact. But yeah, upgrade that. Thing. Other than that, and we made it to the third round of the playoffs while the fucking gym. Yeah. And now they got a, now they got a gym and that's crazy and they won the state championship last year so never mind so yeah shout out that's that's what I do know facts facts uh, I went to Southern Lab in, in Baton Rouge we dope as hell mad college athletes mad NFL athletes yeah we don't get that many <laughs> all we got is athletes I ain't gonna lie they say we was an athletic school but at the same time we also got mad dope people too like that was really smart that came out of there um I mean you know the historical things behind it it's on the HBCU campus and all that stuff it was dope um like he said my high school was super like family like. Super family, I'm talking about. And it was super small. I think we graduated 37 people in my class. God damn, y'all niggas dumb. 
<laughs> 37 niggas are graduating class, nigga? Yeah. Fuck. Who the fuck? No, but that's, not, that's how many people were in the class. Oh, all right. I yeah, no, to no, say. no, no, no. It's no one like 37 out of 1,000. It was yeah. like 37 people in the class. Oh, all right. Well, of course y'all are family niggas. Only 37 of you niggas. Facts. For real, for real. The fuck? For real, for real. How the fuck that go? That mean niggas you do flung in. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Nah, 37, 37 people. Um... In the whole class, bro, we knew everybody first, middle, last name, mama, dad. You had to. It's 37. Y'all damn near got all classes together. Yeah, we do. Pretty pretty much had all classes together. And then, of course, with that many, that few of people, like, we all played all sports. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Football, basketball, ran track. Like, we did everything, bro. Yeah, man. Everything. You know. 100-something plus state championships. You smoke 16 in a row girls state track championships. I forgot how many of the boys had, but we was going crazy. Yeah, that nigga, <laughs> when the fucking thing, <laughs> <laughs> we was going crazy, but that's just you know what I'm saying a little background, a little stuff about us. Yeah. Um, I pulled up a couple questions, just some just some random random stuff. Yeah. So, who are three people who have been the most influential to you? Most influential to me, uh, my big brother Scott Alonzo. Shout out to you, love you. Um, most influential, damn. I really don't have any influential. Like most yeah. of you niggas are suckers. But uh I don't know, my big brother, uh my friends, I guess, Juan, 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 cause I don't know, me and this nigga feed good off each other because it's like we got the same mindset and the same goal. But it's not really like influence, it's like more like motivation yeah. and influence to always stay consistent. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Juan Jeff, Hector too, Hector on that too, because that, that's one of the hardest working niggas I know. But it's the hardest. So yeah, my friends, I, I guess, uh, I don't know, man. I don't really got too many role models or influential niggas. Like, because yeah. if I didn't really meet you, if I, I can't, like, it's easy right. to say a nigga like, ooh, Will Smith, LeBron, right. yeah, 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 Kevin yeah. Hart, Dave Chappelle. Like, it's easy to say that, but nigga, I don't know you, Not nigga. personally, yeah. Yeah, like, I need to know you for real, for real, because, like, yeah. like, I got influence like that, but, like, that's from, a, like, a... A fan standpoint, right? From a real life standpoint, it's like my friends, my older brother for sure. Uh, that's really it. I don't got three. I just got two. Yeah, mine. Um, for sure, I would say influential, influential. Your cousin. My cousin for sure. Yeah, he's definitely like number one, if not number. I mean, number top three, if not number one. Yeah. Um, definitely super, super influential. Uh, talk to him all the time about a lot of stuff. Boy, he's super smart, man. Super crazy. I'm gonna have to bring him on the episode, man. I'm talking about. I think he's a genius, personally, and I honestly don't say that about too many people because I feel like I'm smart, not trying to toot my own horn, but like I don't feel like too many people like are on that level as far as like being able to, you know, what I'm saying articulate things, have the knowledge, and then be able to articulate it so where you can understand it, and then he so has where an anybody abundance. can understand, yeah, it. yeah. And he has an abundance of that kind of knowledge. Um, him. I would say influential. I mean, of course, my friends, uh, just the circle. I think the circle you're around influences you a lot. So, uh, for sure, having the right people around you in the circle definitely going to, you know what I'm saying, push you to either one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? It's going to push you one way or the other. And then three, I know I got another influential person in my life. I can't think of him at the moment. I feel like I'm going to think of him later on. But, I mean, I definitely got him I definitely got influential people in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I take influence in, in different ways. So, for example, yeah. one of my mentors, uh, Anthony Kimball, he's not a very vocal person, but like you can see it through his actions and what he does. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's very influential. That you know what I mean? I'm able to see and touch somebody who's doing the type of things that he's doing. 
Um, like like you said, you could see Grant Cardone on on the internet, thousand, hundred million dollar yeah, real estate. Got a whole private jet. Right, but to be able to see somebody right next to me that I'm sitting next to and can ask a question, um, that's doing a really super dope things and headed to that level. Right. Um, I think that's very influential. Just being able to have those people around and be able to ask them and be able to touch base with them and see what they're doing and how they move and then be able to move how they move with them because you know what I'm saying you're around them. So I think that's very influential as well. So. The mentors that I've acquired throughout my life, shout out to all of them. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to my mentor, Julian Gordon. Uh, he more of a vocal leader. He He's both. He's an action and vocal leader, but he better with being vocal and vocalizing like, yo, I need you to do do this. So what other questions you got? Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And I do have one of Rock Lee hoodie. We do watch anime, so we Max. will be talking about anime on here. Man, I actually told him I wanted to get a gamer. I want to get a female gamer on here. Yeah, um, so if you're a female gamer, let us know in the comments. No matter if you got 100 followers or uh, 2 million, we're going to fuck with you. No. We're not flying you out, though. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. It's not in the budget. It could be via Zoom. That's not in the budget. It's not in the budget, no. But um, next question is, what are some of the resources that have helped you along the way? And I'm going to make it broad, like just in general in life. Like, what are some of the resources help that me become you? who I am or yeah. help me help me become who help I am? Help you become who you are. Resources? <laughs> the resources, the hood, poverty, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what helped you get out of that mindset? They got people that's been in the hood and poverty that's... Still what helped me get out of the mindset of poverty? What resources helped you get you the way you are today? Basketball, number one. Because, you know, I saw a lot of shit. I got to travel a lot for basketball. No. Well, when travel. I say travel, like Orlando, Lansing, Louisiana. It's still important, man. Yeah, travel's but still like, important. Uh, basketball for sure. Like, because I was a nigga in the hood who hooped, you know. Niggas may think I'm sad. Y'all may like, y'all may like, man, I could get that nigga. I'm 6'4 and you will get a bucket, nigga. I will give you a bucket. But, uh,. You know, this basketball, man, basketball really saved my life, low key. So, uh, yeah, that's easy to say, but that's the truth. Like, I never wanted to rap. I'm not a rapping ass nigga. I love music, but I, I can't put words together that sound nice uh -uh. in the way I want it to sound. So, uh, basketball, anime, uh, shit just, that just kept me inside, really. That shit just kept me inside. Right. Anime, basketball, uh, my older brother, because he was the. No, I'm I'm sorry I'm putting your business out here, Scott, but you know he was selling drugs and shit. Uh, but it, but he kept me out of trouble. He was like, man, if I ever see you selling drugs, it wasn't even just him. It was just niggas in the hood because they knew me as a hooping nigga. If I ever see you selling drugs or trying to sell drugs, man, I'm gonna kill you myself. No, I know that's some crazy shit to tell a nigga who eight years old, eight to twelve years old. No. But you know that's just life. But that's real though, man. I was seeing uh Dion. The little video Jeff showed us with Dion, he was talking about, man, there's, there's no respect no more. He was like, let me tell you right now, if you're an athlete in college, you're not a gangster. Oh, yeah. He's you're like, not you're a not a gangster. No. Because, you know what I'm saying? He's like, because real gangsters and people that was really in the streets before would tell you, like, you're not doing none of this. Like, yo, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Get your education. They protect it. Yeah, play they protect ball it. Yeah. and get out. Like, Yeah, that, that, that thing that would be the resources. Uh, I wouldn't say school. Because school was kind of forced. I was forced to go to school. It was like, that was a priority. Like, I had to, my mama, we used to come in my room and wake me up at 5 o'clock in the morning, get dressed to school, for school to catch the bus at 6. So it's like, that was, I had to go to school. That's yeah. not like, that's going to keep you out the streets. But it, it's really not, because niggas, cause niggas left school anyways. So Niggas definitely left school. But, you know, uh, I, I can say school. Books, I used to read way more when I was, uh. And I credit that to my mother because she made sure I always had a book in my hand. And I actually picked up a habit of just reading books. We actually just bought a Will Smith, Will book. Smith book 
So we're going to read that. Probably get y'all a review about it. Yeah, fact, uh, shout out Will Smith. I definitely want to get him on the podcast on Tuesday. I'm trying to think. Like, that's probably it, man. Anime. Oh, video games, video too. Video games. Yeah, like, this bunch, literally a bunch of shit that just kept me inside. Like, uh, I'm a nerd, so it's just like. Think about older now. What about as you get older, what resources what helped resources? you kind of shape you the way you are now? Uh, as I get older. Mm-hmm. Anime still. It's a lot of life lessons in anime, though, because I just went and saw the My Hero Academia movie. That shit was fire. But the lesson I got from it was, man, never give up and be consistent because the main character, Deku, he was fighting a nigga who, who Quirk, they call it Quirks, uh, was he reflect everything you attacked him with so it'll yeah. come back to you anyway. And he was like, man, this Quirk warned my life. I can never have a wife. Blah, blah, blah. But he basically blamed the Quirk. He never learn how to control the quirk properly so where it didn't fuck up his life. And Deku told him when he was about to, when he bust his ass up to find the movie, he was like, man, if you never would have quit, never would have gave up, you would have had a whole different life. And he was like, me nigga, heroes don't never give up. And that's why I'm able to, I'm about to bust your ass right now. <laughs> and he bust his ass and that nigga was like, damn. You know, it was typical anime shit right, like, damn. Right. The hero got through through the villain, like, damn, this nigga a good nigga. But I'm like, it made me think, like, bro, if you don't never give up, bro, and just stay perception consistent. Everything. Like perception, bro, because this is like that nigga blamed that quirk and fucked and became a whole villain. Yeah. Imagine if somebody helped him, or he decided had a the mindset that like, bro, I ain't gonna let this shit ruin my life. I'm gonna have a family. So you know. Yeah, facts, man. That's I, as an adult now though. Uh, I got a lot of parental problems. Like, I, like we gonna get into that later. But like, my parents are not what I would say good parents. So, you know, that helped shape me in a in a bad and good way because I'm super independent. Like yeah. I don't I don't really need I don't really ask for help. I don't really and if I need it, I ask for it, but then it's gonna you gonna have to force it out of me. Like yeah. I'm gonna have to be like damn near like, damn, that's my last straw. <laughs> Fuck I gotta ask a nigga for some help. That's a bad trait, but still like it get a lot of shit done. Like I'm super independent because I don't know. The niggas is niggas is disappointed sometimes, especially when your parents do it. It's just like it's even worse. So it's just like, damn. All right. That definitely hurts when your parents disappoint you. Yeah. But this I mean, trauma. This, human too. Yeah. This trauma. This trauma. A lot of trauma. Y'all might be like, damn, that's crazy. But a lot of trauma helped me become a, a forward thinking adult because it's like this shit sucks. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this shit sucks, bro. This lifestyle that we was living, and I'm this crazy. What's crazy is I, I grew up probably a lower middle class from the ages of probably 13 to 17. Like we wasn't poor, poor. We was poor poor when I was a kid to eight, but we got straight when I hit middle school. So like it's so this change, I got decided to see the, the best of both worlds of being poor and living in a community, but we broke his shit. But we living in a nice ass, a decent ass house. Right. So it's just like, okay. They got a private, we couldn't go to private school, but you know, the public school, I love public school. It helped, it give you character. You know, niggas need to get they bullied. They say that. They say that. They say public school gives you character. And don't, you know, when I say niggas need to get bullied, I ain't talking about like beat up. And you know, there's crack jokes about each other. And all, and all fun when I say bully. So just, yeah. it builds character for some. <laughs> <laughs> for some. But, um, but what about you? The best resources that helped me along the way, um, I think for sure, um, good and bad for me has to be number one, my dad. Like, good and bad. Because, like, he, he's allowed me and, like, taught me so much stuff um, 
the way he went about it, I don't always agree with some stuff that happened, this and that. It don't matter. But like I know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like teaching me how to, you know what I'm saying, put floors down. You know what I mean? And then what was dope about it, like he didn't know how to do all this stuff himself necessarily. Like he would have some of his homies. I mean, my dad was a hood dude too. So like he would have some of his homies that he knew, you know what I'm saying? Oh, for put sure. Floors down, mm-hmm. And he'll come through and Pam then, and Bill. Yep. And then dude showed me how to put the floors <laughs> yep. down. So now I know how to put floors down. Same thing, changing car brakes, you feel me? Changing yep. oil, like being a real handy person. Like people yeah. see me and probably don't think I'm handy at all. Cause like I don't know, I don't, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. People saw me and thought I played basketball, not football. And you, if you sucks at basketball. <laughs> if you athlete, catch the reference. You know what I'm saying? They think basketball, pretty boys, football, dirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like, nah, nigga, you play basketball, but nah. So like being able to be handy for sure. Um, pops always kind of instilled that into me. Um, being able to work hard, instilled a lot of stuff. Um, hard work. Um, a lot of a lot of mechanical things, learning how to do on a car. Brakes, oil, tires, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Put floors down in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, change toilets. I'm talking about any and everything, dog. <laughs> any and everything you could think of. I, I didn't pretty much have to do. All right. Um, so I mean that was dope though. It's still hard working, and it, it gave me things to understand and know. Now that I'm older, how to do? I mean, you get older, you realize like, man, I'm not about to pay nobody a hundred dollars to change my oil, and I can go. Buy it for forty at the. Uh, he's lying. He's gonna pay niggas when in the future. He's not <laughs> in the future, yeah, for, yeah. Sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. In the future. Right now, yeah, niggas yeah. still doing this. No, 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 so. facts. But I'm saying, like, when you, when you, you, I'm not wealthy yet. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, when I can save my coins in different ways, I'm gonna definitely do it. You know what I mean? Like, they start charging 150 an axle to change brakes. Yeah, it, I changed my own rotor and my brakes. Brake sixty bucks, man. Yeah. For front and back, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not paying you 150 dollars. Yeah. Uh, so like stuff like that is definitely dope for sure. Um, and then also, um, like Mike said, my pops always put a book in my hand. I always put a book in my hand. He mm-hmm. had me reading. I'm talking about way ahead of my time. This yeah. man had me had reading the Miseducation of the Negro, and I was in yeah, elementary, bro. Like a lot I ain't my reading is traumatic reading. shit. <laughs> I didn't know what I was reading. You know what I'm saying? But it, it enhanced my mindset and increased my vocabulary. And did a mm-hmm. bunch of other things for me. Um, I think a really dope resource I have that kind of definitely shaped shaped me the way I am now is my my family in, in itself. Like my grandmother. My father and my um my stepmother are all social workers, so like I was never nothing I could do in my life without being questioned. Why are you doing it? So like it helped create self awareness to an extreme level at a very young age. Like my grandmother wouldn't let me do anything as a kid without understanding why I did it. So like as a kid, you're not thinking about why you're doing stuff. You're just doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Acting out of emotion and stuff like that. So wow, my that is, gr- hey, that is crazy because. Unlike him, I didn't get it like that. My self awareness came from survival, and like if I go to this park, why I won't go to this park? Because if I go to this park, it's nine times ten. Nigga gonna shoot at this park. So you know what, Mike? Let's go read this book your mama gave you hey. and stay your black ass inside. So <laughs> I got self awareness in a different form because like that. And self awareness really, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it's that's some shit you need to have yeah. for sure. It like it stop it. you from doing dumb shit. Like, and it, it keeps you it l- allows you to understand why you do the things you yeah. do so that you don't do it again out of, yeah. it lets you act out of rationality yeah. rather than emotion oh, yeah. and a lot of times bad things happen when you react off yeah. emotion when you just just react off emotion at 9 times 10 you're gonna get yeah. that shit you're gonna be like damn why did I do that I wish I could go back no, fuck. so if so, you sit and think through it it's gonna be like ah yeah, yeah. that's why I don't really I haven't had a fight in a long time I don't argue with no women cause it's like uh, I'd rather have a conversation. Yeah. I'd rather see what's really going on. So, like, for example, when I did something as a child, like, say I just stormed at the house or something. I don't know. Say maybe I was mad at my brother for playing a game or something like that. I don't know. 
Um, my grandma would be like, why'd you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I was mad. She was like, there's a reason for everything. Why did you do it? I was mad. Why were you mad? I was mad because he took the game from me. He was like, okay, why did that make you mad? It was like, because I couldn't stop it and I wanted to keep playing the game. Okay, what's the right? So what are you really mad at? I'm mad at the fact that I couldn't control that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like. So the then nigga used to beat the shit out of his stepbrother. <laughs> that was my stepbrother. My older brother and I, he was five years older than me and he was way bigger than me. So I couldn't do nothing to him. I would just be mad and run off. Um, so like getting an understanding of stuff like that and understanding you can't control situations and then it allows you to be able to open up conversation in different ways. So yep. like now instead of getting mad and storming off, it's like asking my brother, like, what's going on? Like, why are you taking the game from me? You know what I'm saying? And, which is also bad because then it also made me very manipulative because I started yep. understanding the way people think and yep. the way people think better than they understood themselves. Yep. It's crazy. But I stopped. It was long journey. Stopped doing all that too. I, I stopped too because <laughs> uh, I was manipulating the shit out of women. I ain't going to cap. And it, hey man, if you understand how somebody think and what makes them do what you want to do, and with emotions to pull to make them do what you want to yeah. do, it's easy. Especially when you're a fucking teenager, this shit easy as hell. Man, that shit was crazy. You're going through so much shit. It's so easy for me to tell you a few little things, and then boom, I don't do that shit no more. Yeah. That shit corny. No, I but. definitely stopped. But also, mine was mine was unintentional to a sense. Like I understood how to get things done but i wasn't understanding that i was doing that you feel me so somebody called me out on it and was like bro you know you're mad manipulative what you're talking about and then like it had to be it was an older person clearly um and they would like just broke it down to me and i was that like damn i didn't know because i knew damn i didn't know i, ain't gonna I lie. used so, the power <laughs> for evil <laughs> when i did when i did know it was it wasn't nothing like for nothing crazy it was just more so to get whatever it is i want maybe i wanted to go outside or go play the game or something i was talking to my dad or whatever um but like when it was um, like a, say it was a girl I liked or something, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know that that's what I, that's what I was doing. And somebody like brought it to my face, and I was like, "Oh shit, that is that is manipulative." <laughs> yeah, this is man manipulative. <laughs> that is manipulative. But I mean, I stopped that. Right. Um, that's another thing of self, having self awareness, though, is like being able to understand the things that you are doing and be able to look at it from different perspectives and get an understanding of what it is you're doing and why. So, I mean, those are some resources that help me. Books for sure. Yeah, books for sure. Um. And then, like, the people that I met throughout my life um, that just gave me advice here and there, coaches. Yeah. coaches oh, yeah. Sure. yeah I, I definitely yeah. had some dope coaches. Um, and then, like, just mentors that I've acquired now. Mm-hmm. Um, be able to give me insight from different angles, you know what I mean? So, like, I think it's really dope to to talk to people who have experienced life but have experienced different than you. Yeah. Because, like, we're in a whole different generation now. I'm talking about you got the metaverse, you got – you know what I'm saying? Cryptocurrencies. They wasn't like that when they was growing up. So no, like no. getting getting insight and things from people that, that have lived life, you know what I'm saying, been in your position already, but in a different aspect. Because yep. they give you a different aspect of it when they're telling you. So right. we got two more questions, y'all, then we y'all. All right. Um, let's see. Let me see who the other question is. Nipping your profession. <laughs> All right. What is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? What's my biggest failure? I wouldn't call it my biggest failure. I would call it my parents' biggest failure is having me. That was <laughs> I'm playing. I'm what playing. What is your playing. biggest failure? <laughs> What's my biggest failure? Uh, <laughs> my parents' biggest failure is having me. Jesus. Uh, I'm joking, y'all. I don't know. I didn't ask to be here. A lot of us didn't, but, you know. No, I don't think anybody asked I to beat, be here. I beat 999,000 other niggas yeah, Gary to B be said, here. You are special. You, yeah, was, you know how rare it is for a human being to actually I, be born? Like, the my, statistics uh, behind it is yeah, crazy. Yeah, fuck all that. 
But uh, <laughs> my biggest failure today, I don't know. I got a lot of them bitches. My biggest failure? The biggest failure. And and um, what was it? What was the biggest failure? And uh, what did you learn from it? My biggest failure is not believing in myself younger. Like, I'm recently starting to believe in myself now, and I'm 26, so that's that, that, don't do that. Stop believing in yourself younger. Like, don't, like, I ain't have people pushing me up being like, yo, man, you could do whatever you want to do. It was more like, man, do this shit because I said do this shit. Right. It wasn't shit I like to do. Like, at one point, my mama tried to get me. She was keeping me away from basketball. I had to sneak out to go to practice. So it's like, that's shit crazy. There's, oh, man, you had to sneak out to go to practice. <laughs> yes, nigga, I had to sneak out to go to practice. So, uh, But yeah, that's my biggest failure because, like, that shit stopped me from doing a lot of shit. Yeah. And it causes you to overthink, like, man, can I really do this shit? I ain't gonna lie, nigga. Y'all can do it. You could do whatever the whatever fuck you want to do, my nigga. Except be another race. Don't be like, oh, I can do whatever I want to do. I want to be white. Whatever no. you want to accomplish and yeah. achieve, you can make it happen. Yeah, but uh, whatever you want to do, like, don't let a nigga tell you, like, man, you can't do that shit. Honestly, you could identify as white, not too. You can identify man, as white. No, you can identify man, as a rock if you want to. Yeah, a nigga. <laughs> fuck out of here. Identify but, as a rock. But um, nah, man, like for real, that's probably my biggest failure. And what I'm learning from it for was like. Like it keep you, it holds yourself back, and it starts to be, create a mental blockage in yeah. your head. Of like, man, can I really do this shit? And you yeah. become unmotivated, and you could be. I'm a motivated nigga regardless, but it's like that shit gonna fade. That motivation shit gonna fade. It's gonna fade eventually. So it's like, what's your why? Like, mm-hmm. why you doing this shit? You gotta pick yourself up every fucking day yeah. for whatever your goal is or whatever you want to do. So that's my biggest failure: is not believing in myself. Because that shit stopped me from doing a lot of shit. And it hurt my confidence, too. Like, I could have been way better at basketball, but my my confidence wasn't where it needed to be because I didn't believe in myself. Like, my mama wasn't telling me, yeah, you could do this. And I didn't meet my real dad till I was seven. So it was like, it was like, damn, I ain't, I'm getting it from all angles. I'm getting fucked. <laughs> so, and my older brother, that nigga sad at basketball. No offense, Scott, but you sad as fuck. Uh, he sad at basketball. So, like, he did teach me how to put the ball between my legs, but... Other than that, and he what got you started? Yeah, he, he put he put a ball in my hand at three years old. But other than started. that, nah, but nah, that's my biggest failure. What about you? Uh, I say my biggest failure was um, trying to getting that girl pregnant. <laughs> nah, I would never, I would never think pregnancy is a failure. I think no. my whatever, I think whatever seed I bring into this world is gonna be amazing. So right. I would never think that as a failure. But um, I think my biggest failure was was. Um, trying to achieve and improve other people wrong. I think that was my one of my biggest. That, that is uh, my biggest. Yeah, 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 trying yeah. to do something to prove somebody else wrong, not because I couldn't do it, not because I didn't accomplish and prove somebody else wrong. Is that once you hit you, that, you it's need like that validation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. where where am I going from there? Like yeah. what? And then I I kind of negate my own goal. So for example, um, my goal was to go to the NFL. I mean, like everybody else, yeah, for sure. Um, but then my goal got minimized when I was told like I wasn't good enough to play in college. Mm-hmm. So then my goal at that point shifted to, like, I'm going to prove you wrong and play in college. Right, instead of focusing instead on of going focusing to the on NFL. My, right. yeah. I already know I'm good enough to play in college. I don't, right. need, I don't need to worry about that. Um, So I, I, my goal shifted to go play in college. So then once I got to college and sh- playing, I'm playing in college. Um, I become lackadaisical. I become satisfied. No, you feel I like you content. made it. Yeah, I become mm-hmm. content. Um, instead of instead of going for what I yeah. originally said and what I originally wanted to do for myself, Facts. I honestly think that um, had I – been more aware and like thinking of like this 
back then for sure that yeah. I would have um, been in the NFL. I might not have lasted long. I might not have been Odell, you feel me? But I think I definitely could have made it to the league. Yeah, cause it, because college became your NFL. Exactly. Instead of the NFL staying your NFL. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. And what I learned from it is don't do not do stuff because you want to prove other people wrong. I mean, yeah. that's cool. You can do it, just prove other people wrong. But don't do it as your sole purpose. Like, yeah. If if that's a if that's a notch on the belt along the way, It'll like never be enough, right? Um, but like do it because um, you want to genuinely you, do yeah, it, yeah, and that's what you want to accomplish. That's the goal you set for yourself, and it makes you happy, and you know what I'm saying. That's what yeah. you want to achieve, and cool, you know, do it, do it because you want to do it, not because you want to prove somebody else yeah, wrong. Yeah, don't do it because of ego, right? Or pride, like oh these niggas got me fucked up, think I can't make it to play college. All right, I'm gonna show right. you niggas, and then you get there it's like damn, I did it. All right, yeah. well, and I'm chilling, I'm tripping. Yeah, all right, you know what I'm saying. So I think that's what I learned from it for sure was. You know, do it. Don't do something be out of spite for some uh, of someone yeah, else. Don't do something because right. I mean, because I could do it. You feel me? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I could do anything. So like, yeah. and if somebody tells me something I can't do, I could definitely do it. But yeah. don't do it for that reason. Do it because I want to do it and yeah. I want to accomplish something and I get to that goal that I want to have. And for nine times, and nine times out of ten, the nigga you trying to prove wrong probably don't give a fuck. Nope. At all, <laughs> they probably gonna be like, "Damn, I told you that." Nah, facts, my bad, facts. man. I was yeah, just talking I, shit. No, yeah, facts. Yeah, I was just talking yeah, shit. Yeah, you like, like, damn, you know. I, t- I, mean, I based my whole <laughs> life <laughs> off of what you said. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> grow the fuck Bobby up, nigga. Fake. If you're not first, you're last. I was high when I said that, Ricky. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, man, do shit for you, man. Like, don't let another nigga influence you, man. Like, if you, don't let another nigga influence your life on what you want to do. Like, don't right. have don't have that chip on your shoulder for no reason. Like, no facts. All right, y'all. Last facts. question. We right. out. Very last question. Um, I think this one's dope, and we're going to keep it in general. Um, what is one common myth about your profession or field that you want to debunk? So you could pick any one of them that you want. You can do real estate. You could do uh, just be an entrepreneur in general. Or you can do any of it. One common myth mm-hmm, that you want to debunk? That I want to be debunk about real estate. Maybe about podcasting. About podcasting. Not about anything. Uh, one myth I want to debunk about real estate is that it ain't it ain't all bells and whistles over on this real estate shit. You gotta have equity. You gotta have some type of funding. The shit ain't easy. I know niggas who out here. If y'all watching this in y'all wholesale, you probably this is watch Max Maxwell shit and think I got the keys. You don't have the keys, my brother. You actually gotta get in this field. We didn't call it, it combined me and one. It probably called ten thousand niggas. And we probably out of those ten thousand niggas, we probably got. I ain't gonna even say a hundred leads. Probably like twenty leads. No, no, no. Go back. We could say we say I could say out of ten thousand people, we probably got five thousand leads. Oh, leads. Okay, leads. five thousand yeah, leads. leads. Uh, actual deals? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so not even, not even, ten. not even ten. Like it's it's a numbers game for sure. But yeah. like it's like it's consistency, man. That's like just be consistent in whatever you do, cause like. Is this shit hard? Like, and understanding and being able to adapt and adjust too, because like it was other stuff that we did, and it was like, okay, that didn't work. And yeah, and stuff like that. So. It's a whole bunch of shit we tried that didn't work. <laughs> like, I hired a VA. She was fire. Shout out Shelly. Oh, she don't work for me no more, but she was a great VA, Jamaican. But uh, I don't know. That's probably the only myth of entrepreneurship is no myths really. It's like niggas probably think entrepreneurs scam a lot, but like, uh, <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> that's that's really that's really a myth. Like, man, these entrepreneurs are scammers. Really, nah. I ain't never heard that before. I heard that before. I like, that nigga's a scammer. Like, nah, funny. I'm not gonna say they scammers. It's probably, if from what I've noticed from my people, when I say my people, I mean black people. They so afraid to lose money. Yeah. 
it's ridiculous. It's like, man, I'm not about to invest in this nigga. I don't know if he's scamming or not. No, facts. But I mean, I mean, you know, you never really know. But you the, really never really know. But like, the real reward is on the other side of risk. Yeah. So like, I paid a thousand dollars for a wholesaling course, and the nigga was legit. Right. So like, and why just pay what? Two grand. Two grand for a trucking course, and well, it's more than trucking, but it's it a lot like, of stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of shit. So mm-hmm. it's just like. If it would have been a scam, all right, fuck it. Like, I lost a thousand dollars. Gotta shake back. Shake back, man. Fuck. Like, money come and go, bro. Like, don't attach yeah. your your life to money. No, fuck. Money is just a tool to make everything easier in life. Like, yeah, and utilize like, it as a tool. Utilize, utilize it. Like the Travis Scott shit. People, a lot of people saying, man, Travis Scott this, Travis Scott that, but like, he, the people he influenced, of course they're gonna get hurt, cause the nigga he got money to fix his life, like to whatever the fuck he wanna do. So it's like y'all can listen to him at your own risk. Right, like, yeah. Nigga, I'm Travis Scott. Like, I'm worth a multi-millions. Like, I could yeah. easily get a doctor flu to my crib and fix whatever fuck wrong right. with me. That's that's another thing. People would be um, super heavily influenced by people, you know what I'm saying, who are on a different status than them. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, it's not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but just understand yeah. where they are and where you are. Not in a bad way, but like. Some limitations. Some limitations. Why the fuck are you listening to Joe Rogan for medical advice? <laughs> The fuck? Hey, Who man. the fuck gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks? Like Dave Chappelle <laughs> says. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, shout out Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle funny, legend. Man. Saw him live uh, a week ago. Funny. A week ago. Saw him live a week ago. A legend, man. But, like, that's it, bro. And, like, myths, like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a life nigga. Like, I, I yeah. think about life in general. They got myths in life, though. What's a myth in life that you want to do? A myth in life is that wherever you think you are is not where you're going to state like your life could be so much better than whatever if you from california and you live in compton uh long beach and you think your whole life is long beach you're sadly mistaken because you could hustle you can you can sell newspapers cut grass whatever i know that's cliche shit but a lot of cliche shit be the truth so you could do whatever and get a plane ticket bus ticket whatever and move and i'm just not i'm not just saying move without a plan like don't just uproot your life and move but like you could travel like this life shit is it's more to life than just being alive. Like yeah. like you just live you just living just to live, then you ain't doing shit. No facts. I'll go to one that I really realized like super, super in depthly recently. Um this this on some relationship stuff like people um I mean, I don't know everybody's relationship, just from what my viewpoint is. Um a lot of people see relationships and you know, you always hear that you've changed, you've changed and stuff like that. It's like in a relationship, like, you have to change. Well, yes, you have to change, but in the sense that, like, everybody changes. Everybody grows as they get older. Yeah. Everybody experiences new things. You know what I'm saying? Mindset shifts and everything like that. So, like, expecting someone, I think a myth in a relationship is expecting someone to be exactly who they were when you first met them. Yeah, that's insane. That is absolutely crazy. And you have to be willing to put in the work. Like, relationships work, so you have to yeah. be willing to put in the work to continuously learn who that person is that you're talking to and you're being with and stuff like that because they're, they're changing every day. So, like, every you have day. to learn who they are just as they have to learn who you are growing and continuing to be. So that's something I um, was yeah. thinking about. Let me piggyback. Wise. Let me piggyback off that too. Right, relationship right, right. wise, relationship wise, man, let me tell you something. Cause this generation <laughs> is fucked up over relationships. I ain't gonna even cap. Uh, you niggas need to stop looking at these celebrity couples as goals. No, Please thanks. stop doing that shit. You're going to set yourself up for failure. I want to be like, Will, Will and Jada. I want to be like Quavo and Sweetie. I want to be like Meg and Party. No, the fuck you don't. 
Nah. I you mean, just want that idea of love that you that they put portray, out yeah. or portray. You yes. Don't even know what's going on behind. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you want they love each other openly. But it's like, who are they on a daily basis? What is their daily life like? And no disrespect to them couples at all. No, well, Quavo so. and Tweet not together. But, you know, like, like Russell and Sierra. Like, if Russell and Sierra get a divorce, I'm not putting that on your life. You niggas are going to be sick out here. Because that's your ideal. Like, oh my like God. when Miguel and his old lady got divorced. I, ain't, I was shocked. Niggas, niggas I was, was sick. I nah. wasn't sick. Don't get me wrong. I, I didn't really care. Like I don't be into yeah. it like that. But like he was shocked. I was shocked. I was surprised. I was like, damn, I would not have. Because they that loved coming. each other openly like a motherfucker. Yeah, I would not have seen. But that like coming. I don't base my love around ideology. Not nah, facts. My love is genuine, real love. Because it's like I gotta love you at the end of the day. Like I gotta come home to you or whatever, whatever we doing at the end of the day. Because I'm not thinking like, damn, I want to be like Willa Jada. Let's be like the goal is for me for love is to grow with somebody and uh, die with somebody to to where we build each other up and we build something special with the kids or whatever. And niggas could say like Jeff parents, they've been together. They just had their 30th wedding anniversary. That's crazy. And there's and you can clearly tell they love each other. And they are polar, polar opposites. Latoya yeah. Dixon and Jeff Dixon are polar opposites. But the shit worked. And they would and like she told me before, would it work for us? Not gonna work. For not you. gonna work. For, may not work for you, and that's the truth, man. Find what works for you, and don't. And I'm not saying even with women having a whole, I need a black or whatever type of man. He gotta have a car. He gotta have a house. Like I'm not saying lawyer standards, but like don't turn away a guy because he's not everything on your list. He might acquire along the way what's on that list. Yeah. Oh, you might change you like, man, fuck this list. This a nice nigga. Right. Or a cool nigga. Mm-hmm. Like you the gotta nigga. Be willing to compromise. You gotta be willing to compromise because I know a lot of women who dang we can women this is gonna be an episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we definitely got yeah. the relationship episode. Yeah, this is just gonna be an episode because I could go out there about this yeah, shit, but like love <laughs> just love love yourself first too. That's another Facts, thing. You gotta love yourself. You gotta love yourself first before you can love somebody else. Yeah. And loving yourself is hard as fuck. Yeah. So all right, so last last myth because we about to get out of here. Last myth I want to debunk um, is that hard work equates success. That is not no, true. that's not true at all. <laughs> Fuck no, that is not true. And not to say that hard work doesn't equate success. It's not hard. It's hard work solely by itself will not. No, because I could I could go down to sewage and water boy and find three hard working niggas and they broke as shit. <laughs> so yeah, and it also de- it depends on what you define as success in your life. True, yes, yeah, but. Um, you also have to be a lot, a lot smarter with what you're doing. You know, yeah. work hard, but with intent and understanding of what's going on and what you're doing. So you got to work hard, but smartly. Yeah, like funnel that hard work. Yeah, like basically, like find alleys where your hard work will be needed instead of just working hard every day, all day. You're gonna burn out, right. and you can get tired of this shit. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. I tried yeah. this shit. I'm going back to nine to five. Yeah. Not even that though, drugs. at a nine to five. You could work hard because people get that confused too. Like people like at a nine to five, like, bro, I've been working at this job 20 years, super hard. Yeah. I ain't never got no raise. I ain't never got no, right. uh, uh. Have um, you been actively working hard towards your own personal goals? Or have your only, is your only goal to just work hard and think if I work hard enough, I'm going to get a promotion. Yeah, promotion, yeah. But, but you I mean, get mad at a nigga who come in and in four months he get a promotion, but he's working hard, but, but he's funneling in, yeah. yeah, he's funneling in that hard work to the right shit. Right. So, so. I mean, it's, it's an understanding of um, what it is that needs to be done. So, like, you can work hard. I'm talking about day in, day out. Work hard. Work yep. hard. Um, I saw a quote that says, that said, um, if hard work pays off, why have I never seen a rich donkey? 
I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. They, they carry fuck. loads, boy. They carry loads. Why you think they ain't, uh, prostitutes work hard as shit? <laughs> Man, boy. <laughs> they out here sucking dick for money. I'm sorry, kids. I'm sorry, kids. <laughs> hey, but they, they, but they hard work got to go to a pimp because that pimp made a funnel of hard work to like, I'm going to keep these hoes in line and they're going to work hard for me. So speaking of pimps, that, uh, that book Dave Chappelle talked about, Iceberg Slim, cold book. Go read it. But all right, man, so we wrapping up here. Yep, this has been the first episode of season one. Oh, by the way, yes, we are doing seasons. This is not going to be... A every week thing we're gonna do 10 episodes a season yep uh the first episode always gonna be personal to us to us uh the fifth episode gonna be something special and the 10th episode gonna be, be special be something special as well so this that's gonna be the format um the second episode y'all gonna see the format as well but we're gonna we, we're learning as we're going yeah so uh as you can see this is we brothers we got good energy. So, uh, you know, catch us next week, next Thursday. Peace. Yeah, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Catch y'all next Thursday. Peace. <laughs>